just building my name. Okay, it's time to pass that crown. If I call you my friend, then I mean it. I ain't gonna say that word too much. Never was a What's good, bro? Yeah, what's up? We're back, smoking from the sidelines. Yeah, another we, week. We had a pretty good uh, layoff, a little vacation. Yep, well, UFC. I yeah, how was how was Marina Del Rey last week, bro? Give um, us a, give the well, fans a little view. Monterey was dope. Monterey, Marina Del Rey. Um, isn't that a singer? Yeah. Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Lana Del Rey. <laughs> nah. Um. Yeah, it was it was dope, bro. It was beautiful. I mean, it was it was a nice change of pace. The, the lifestyle out there is definitely slower. Up, uh, up in the up in the north up in the north north <laughs> yeah. yeah all right so yesterday glad to be back usc 264 happened last night bro yes it did connor versus poirier we've been waiting on this trilogy for quite some time it finally came around it's probably one of the most notable cards of the year just because it's a connor event ended in madness so i'll let you kick it off bro what'd you think about the main event and just how'd you feel about the whole pay-per-view card overall um a little anticlimactic you know yeah. um just like a lot of these fights have been you know and it's it, it's just the way it goes and it may sometimes you know you, yeah. you shit happens you know it's just it's just a sport and unfortunately you know some people aren't aren't built physically for it you know aren't they're, they're not uh their bones aren't structured he needed, he needed <laughs> in that some way milk. he needed some milk for sure <laughs> damn we got broken limbs every month it seems like yeah um yeah, I mean this was this was pretty damn bad. I mean this was probably not as as bad as the Anderson Silva Chris Weidman, but it, it was it was it was up there, you know. Um, yeah. I I can't really say I feel for Connor because I mean man, this guy was being ugly, public enemy number nasty, one. bro. He was being nasty the whole fight week and just even prior to fight week, just leading up to this third fight, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, it really turned me against connor you know this time around because yeah. it wasn't like good trash talk you know it was real like dirty just like i'm trying to just hurt your feelings somehow you know and mm -hmm. just D dustin's in a different place right now you know he's mentally just stronger i think you know and yeah that shit wasn't bothering him you can tell he was just playing cool calm collect the you can even time. tell like you know I'm, I'm sure his heart rate got up in times where you know connor was all up in his face and doing all this some wild shit but you could tell he didn't really wild him up because or you know rile him up because um you can tell he, he just kept a, a like a calmness to him you know like his yeah you can tell his breathing didn't get heavier he didn't like seem nervous i think he just seemed a little like more anxious now that you know um it was like almost the same connor that approached them years years ago you know when they first fought um, but what, okay. With that being said, with that, all that being said, let's break down the fucking fight. I mean, the first round was looking great for Dustin. I mean, um, I mean, I was a little inebriated, you know what I'm saying? So, but what I remember, it was like kind of one-sided, you know? I mean, Connor had some moments. He had some good, um, good shots when he, when he got taken down, you know, when he, we're not taken down when he, when he jumped the, the guillotine, which was pretty, um, surprising to say the least, you know? I didn't yeah. think he would do that, you know, especially with all the, that, talk he was like the first one to shoot a dusty bitch or you know like mm -hmm. you know it just goes to show like justin says it just goes to show you that it was all noise you know it's just all trying to get in ways to like trying to confuse your opponent and yeah. get into their opponent's head you know ultimately at the end of the day it's a fight you know yeah oh let's just stand here bang yeah like okay bro i'm gonna beat you you know that's this is there's not only my money on the line there's a chance to uh to fight for the title you know what i'm saying so dustin just he 
he's just a better better man. He's a better fighter. You know, even afterwards, he was like, man, I don't wish this man any, any harm, ill will or nothing, you know, like, I wish him a speedy recovery and I hope he gets to his family safe, you know, and, you know, and fucking Connor's yeah. still right there chatting the Talking fucking shit. nasty shit, you know. I feel like it's because he made himself into the, the villain, though, you know what I mean? Like, once you're the villain, you got to go down like a villain, like, and that... Uh, one of the things that just like even like reiterated that he's a villain to me is like his post post like the fight he put you guys need me like you guys need someone like me and it just i seen a clip too of someone compare that to a scene from scarface and scarface there's that scene where he's like drunk in a restaurant or whatever and he's like like yeah you need people like me to point your finger at and call the villain you know like like that's the bad guy yeah exactly and like he like that's exactly the case with connor is like he just fucking painted himself in a in a way that just made him look so bad. Like, like how you said he talked shit before, and he was like super into people's head and stuff in the past. Even when he would just like was coming up into the UFC, right? Like talking shit to everybody. But even then, I felt like it was always talking shit about their competitiveness and like their their performances and what they are. You know, as far as a fighter goes. Now, like this fight reminded me a lot of the Habib fight. Habib, you know what Aldo, I mean? The I press mean, conferences where he got too too personal with them and like, cause he was ugly in the Habib one, like like making him look bad. And then at the end of this one, the way he was on the floor talking all that shit, still like, he just looks so bad. Like, bro, you gotta, you used to be humble in defeat, you know, like you used to be super humble in defeat. But at the same time, I feel like it's cause Dustin kind of like egged him on when he was already injured, you know, on the floor, and like he did the Billy walk to him, you know. <laughs> and I like so, that he, I like that he mocked him, you know, he did yeah. it. He did it stupidly. It wasn't yeah. like he he tried to actually imitate him. It was more like mocking him, you know. Yeah, like they, you're a clown. <laughs> yeah, like fuck you, you know. And rightfully so, you know. People are people on Twitter are mad because he he celebrated his injury and he celebrated, you know, obviously his his win, mm-hmm. you know. But it's like, like Dustin said, you know, I feel like I got this win off of something I did, you know. I checked yeah. the kick, it caused damage to the leg, and the leg gave way, you know, like. So ultimately, did you think it was something that, because there's theories going around, right? Like Dustin's theory last night was that he checked the kick and that was what ultimately led to the break happening. Uh, do you agree with that sentiment? Yeah, for sure. I mean, if if you you did a whole training camp, supposedly you got rid of all your boxing coaches and you, you went back to what you're known for, mm-hmm. I'm sure that your legs are conditioned to a point that, you know, like you can throw kicks. And I, if it was something that happened in camp, I feel like it was... It was he would have said that oh well I had this lingering injury in camp yeah. and you know it finally gave way and like no I think it happened in the fight you know I mean as it was the last fight he took a lot of leg damage and look what happened he was sure. walking around for how many weeks you know with a, with crutches or mm. you know not even walking can I be honest I feel like Connor at one fifty five is never gonna happen again I feel like his best way and best like route is to go to 145 and try to go that way because he just looks like the smaller guy in there like dustin had like almost like grown man strength over him do you know what i'm saying i mean they both as far as build wise they both look the same they're same structure wise like size wise but i feel like a lot of connor's muscle is in like like sturdy muscle you know it's like show muscle and then dustin is like so strong it like he just because let's talk about the fight like first round just the way he takes him down with the ground and pound and then like just the his dominance on the floor was surprising, honestly. Now, you know, I I get what you're saying. You know, I think Dustin is the bigger lightweight. Hmm. Um, 
So with that being said, you know, like when he when they were on the ground, you obviously seen the advantage Dustin had because yes. how easy was it for him to posture up and and throw Rain elbows? Blows. Yeah, you he know? was raining them heavy down on him. And for the most part, you see, you know, people are good at you know holding, grabbing somebody or getting a hold of a limb so they don't get hit with elbows or big punches, and it's usually just little pitter patter punches. But you can tell, mm -hmm. gra you know, the the ground fighting is in his strong suit. No. You know, like yeah, he he was. He was right there from uh, from the bottom throwing elbows, and he was, you know. He didn't throw enough elbows, though. Honestly, he didn't throw enough elbows, and then he is still fighting dirty I on mean, the floor. He got ah. he got enough to work to to get Dustin's attention. You know, he got hit with like two, three elbows in a row, and was like, "Okay, let me move position." And then he ended up. I mean, how easy was it from the transition to? Oh, now I'm in this position, yeah. running down elbows and punches. You know, so you can just all, all, you can see the the. The uh, what was it? The advantage, you know, that he had. So, um, I mean, Dustin was on his way to finish him. Honestly, I mean, look at I agree. Her, Herb Dean was stepping in close, like, okay, you know what? You're taking damage. You're taking big damage. Uh, but he was like kind of hesitant still, you know. But I think had it been that like that for if he had more time on the ground, I think we would have seen another finish. Or um, I mean, vice versa. I mean, actually, didn't he get back up? Connor got back up, right? No. At the yeah. end of the round, well, yeah, they, that's yeah, how yeah, yeah. Oh, at the end of the round, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Okay, so pretty so. much what had happened was they got an exchange, and then after they ex they had like those exchanges on the floor, Connor was grabbing his his glove. I don't know if oh, you remember, right? right? And he was pulling him up, yeah, or pulling him towards uh, up kicks as yeah, he was yeah. trying to kick. And then that's when Dustin was like, you know, just kind of like separated. They turned away, and then they like had a couple more exchanges, and then that's when Connor like twists and fucking fucks up his ankle. Like you could tell too, it was that as he swung, he tried to like pivot on that back foot. And that pivot just like rolled over onto his leg, and then you just hear the snap. And I remember when I when I seen it happen, I was like, "Oh shit, he rolled his ankle! Like that's bad! Like he rolled it really bad." Yeah, because he just he looked down and then fell Kinda back. Like, Ooh, yeah. And then he's still like shelled up, and even when he shelled up, he didn't look like he was trying to get up or get out of there. He was just kind of like, I think he I think he knew in his head, "It's done. I broke my ankle." Because yeah, he gets to down, me, it looked like, like he looked it. at Herb. Like yeah, I feel like he looked at the ref. Like you know, like, like help. Like, I don't. Yeah, I don't think. He said Herb, it right away too. Yeah, I don't think Herb's seen the break mm -mm. because had it like you know most other people. Oh shit! You know his leg looks. You know, yeah. I don't think he noticed because he fell back, looked at his leg. It was like a split second. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So when it happened, he he obviously his face expressed like, oh shit, that's a that's a crazy pain. He fell back, went against the cage, and it, like a quick second went to look at his foot, and Dustin was already you know closing in, hit hit him with a punch and. And that was the end of the round, you know? Yeah. And then I think Herb, when he realized, like... And, well, Connor looked up at Herb like, hey, my my foot's fucked. I heard know? him say, like, I looked at the video today and I was like, you could literally see him say, my ankle's broken. Like, my ankle's broken. And he, like, points at it and then he, like, picks it up. Yeah, and as he picked oh, it up, yeah, it moved. Oh, yeah, we've seen it wobble. Yeah. yeah. And that's when flop. we all, like, we all knew. And then, like, even Dustin said, too, he walked back to his corner and the cornerman was like, hey, this is not going to continue anymore. And then you see Connor on the floor... And just, like, the whole aftermath of everything, like, I'm so happy for Dustin. Like, we, we, were, both, we were all going for Dustin yesterday, except oh, yeah. for Alexis. Exactly. You were a little Connor fan, you know? But I don't blame you because just, like I said, I, I wouldn't have been mad if Connor won just because he brings such spectacle to the sport. He makes it so interesting, and I feel like Dustin has the ability to still take a loss and come back like a G, you know, and still be a champion someday. But Connor, I don't know where this is going to take him, bro, because now you lost two fights in a row. You have a really bad injury, almost like Anderson Silva-esque, where, like, I was trying to compare that yesterday a little bit, the, the fact that Anderson Silva lost to Chris Weidman, which is a fight a lot of people thought he would win, 
and then he goes on to lose, and then he comes back for the rematch and breaks something pretty badly because he still has to get surgery. He's probably going to have to get like some kind of metal plate inside of his ankle because the part of the leg that it broke in, the lower tibia, is just like, that's a weird area. Like for the bone to recover fully, do you think Connor is going to be back and do you think he's going to be back for another title run? Um, I don't think he, I, I think Connor might be done, to be honest. Um, I mean, what is there left for him to do? Yeah. Because uh, at this point, you have one win in the lightweight division mm-hmm. because your your other win wasn't in the lightweight division. That's not. Forget I think that. he's like yeah. one and four, one, one and five. Yeah, like so he, his win was at one seventy, and it was kind of like a wash anyway because it was against Cerrone, who's on yes. a sick decline. So you know you can't even really count that, you know. And his and his lightweight run, he has one win against Eddie, and that's it. Yeah, you know. So I think Connor, he's just he's done. He needs to just go chase more money fights because of being a contender. It's I don't think it's gonna happen. No, nah, especially in the division right now. You're going to get somebody like Gaethje, and guess what? Gaethje's going to kick your fucking leg off, too. Yeah. You well, know, so. Shit, even Chandler, even if it's Chandler, yeah. Chandler's just going to wrestle you down, ground and pound the fuck out of you. Like. Yeah, I like the DC's take. I don't know if it was yesterday when he said it or, like, post-fight, but he was like, is Connor done at the highest level? And he's like, yeah, probably, but is he done, like, fighting? I don't think so. Yeah, me neither, honestly. I feel like he's going to come back, and if it's not for a, a UFC fight, like a next fight that i think he can get is diaz if he comes back and does the diaz trilogy then that's like a big fight for him but imagine he loses two trilogies in a row like that will really really fuck up his it's gonna fuck up his um his legacy like just think about that you lost two two trilogies back to back and you're just like i don't know like he really needed this one for his career and just for his legacy overall because like now at this point like what are you gonna what do you do next? You look for boxing fights and you try to set up a Jake Paul fight versus Connor. Like yeah, that's, that's like that's my you know? one fear that this 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 like little uh, downfall of Connor right now with his losing streak is gonna lead to him boxing Jake Paul. <sighs> my God, man! I, I think that Connor's done. I mean, I don't know. There's nothing for him. I mean, in the lightweight division, there's nothing that no. you know. Like I mean, every fight now. that every fight that Connor's gonna have is gonna be a big fight. Yeah, regardless, regardless yeah. Fight. But I mean, there's nothing there that's like, oh, okay. If, well, if Connor beats Gaethje, he's number one contender again. Like, no, that's not how it works, bro. You're gonna have to beat Gaethje. Probably gonna have to beat Chandler. You know, whoever mm-hmm. else is up there. I mean, I don't even have Connor top five right now. The only thing you know, with it so. I f- is, I feel like if since Connor's such a big name, we know the UFC, they would rocket him up. So, like, if he was to be, let's say, let's say a potential top number one contender. Or like a Gaethje or like a Chandler or whatever, which is a potential, right? But, I mean, I doubt it. But if he was to beat them and then Poirier was to be the champion at that point, I'm not going to lie. I could see them line that up. Dana looked like he was very open to it, too. He was just like, I don't know if you've seen his post-fight press conference. He's kind of like, like, you can't. This is not really a, a, a like a decisive decision, you know? Like, he broke his leg. Like, I would be interested in running it back one more time like for the fourth fight. And fuck it, why not? Give Dustin that more money and he's going to be like the number one, you know? And like, bro, going forward, let's talk about Dustin now. Dustin Poirier, next fight, potentially being the title shot. Oh, what do you want to see from him, right? It, it's going to be for sure. His next fight is a title. Yeah, 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 unless sure. he says otherwise. And what do you guys think about Charles Oliveira versus Dustin, just the matchup itself? I I mean, I think Dustin's just a dog. I mean, you can't. Who can, do you favor I, on that, too? Oh, I mean, I think Poirier's going to be the favorite. 
Yeah, when it when it opens up, it's, he's gonna be a slight favorite, but I think he's going to be the favorite. I mean, his striking is way better. I feel like if when he when he hurts Oliveira, like I mean, I've said this countless times. Every time we bring up Poirier, mm-hmm. when he has someone hurt, he just gets this like he gets this look in his eye, and he just gets this like combos just start flurring. Yeah, because he wants to get you out of there. You know what I'm saying? So, um, because he knows that window is small. When you have somebody rocked and hurt. You got to jump on that window because if not, that you give somebody a, a, a chance. To, somebody who's really tough a chance to rec- recover. Like, I mean, we'll get to uh, Motinho and shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. But you give somebody tough time to recover and shit, I fucked up. I should have I should have pressed and I would have yeah. got the finish, you know. So that's how Dustin is, you know. So, I mean, we've seen Oliveira was hurt against um, Chandler and Chandler decided, like, I'm going to wrestle you now, you know? So that's why I'm like, no, that's not, Mm-mm. that's not Poirier. Poirier's going to have you hurt. He's going to, he's going to follow up. He's going to make sure that he keeps hurting you, you know? So he's, he's faced uh jujitsu aces before. So, you know, I think that's something that maybe he has to be more cautious of because Oliveira has a lot of tricks in yeah, for his sure. sleeve. But I don't, I, I think maybe that's the only thing that, I, that I could see, um, Oliveira having maybe a slight advantage. Maybe, maybe who knows that his grappling strength is maybe a little stronger. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, we've seen the the, the hips and, and Chandler hold him down pretty pretty good, you know. Yeah. So um, I think Dustin, he's a black belt himself. And his body structure is a little similar to Chandler's, maybe not as wide. But I think he does have that wrestling pressure and he has that ability to to hold somebody down and, and beat them up, you know? And Yeah, definitely. I think it's going to be a good matchup. Do you have any last Oh, no, thoughts? that's... Yeah. yeah. So I think it's going to be a good matchup just in general, but I'm very excited to see... Because Charles looks like this is his top form. We've talked about this in the past. This is Charles's best moment right now. So to see him line up against someone like Dustin, who's at his top moment right now too, looking like the best... Like, I'm, I'm very excited to see this fight because... I feel like this is the decisive champion at 155. I mean, like this, leaving Habib, you know. This is a new era. Yeah, like you know? they're out. Habib's out the picture now. Now we have these two guys that are like, because the Michael Chandler fight versus Charles, it didn't really feel like the the real champion. You know, like these are two guys now being Chandler and Dustin that like, or sorry, uh, Oliveira and Dustin that have deserved the title shot that worked their way up and like they really. They earn this shit, you know? So, like, they earn their keep. And I would definitely say whoever wins this is the baddest guy at 155, hands down. Fucking Poirier has, like, a sick-ass record just behind him in general. Just Gaethje, Pettis. He has all these fucking top names. And then Charles is on his fucking crazy-ass run. I think Dustin's going to be the favorite for sure just because his hands are so much better than... I feel like they are better than Charles. Charles is still really good, and he's gotten so much better with it. But regardless, I feel like Dustin's just going to look... Really good out there, and just like piece him up. What do you What do you have, Alexis? I want to know who you got, bro. I think probably Dustin, just because fucking Oliveira doesn't excite me that much as like ah. besides the ground ground game, which I think is really good. I like that part, but just on the feet and his ability to take it to the ground, I don't see him like having an easy chance of getting Dustin to the ground in the first place. So I feel like Dustin yeah. can keep that like stand up for most of the fight. Yeah, honestly, out of danger get a finish on him, too. I mean, ultimately, Oliveira got the finish on the feet. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he was getting kind of out-wrestled, and they stood back up, and that was the advantage that he was not faster, but his timing was better. And Chris, his, his technique was yes. more crisp, and ultimately that's what beat 
Chandler, he got overconfident in his grappling. Like, yeah. oh, well, if I got him on the ground now, I could definitely beat him on the feet. And he yes. got overconfident and got check hooked. <laughs> yeah, know, honestly. You know, that's what that's I think the check hook is to real to make you realize like, oh, shit, I got too overconfident in putting my hands down or 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 leaping in or, you know, it's to, it's to let you know, like, crack, step back. Watch you know? out. Yeah. And some sometimes that's. It's too late when you, well, when, yep. you when you learn. You know, we'll, like, we'll talk oh, about shit, left hook Larry, uh, Irene, left hook Larry Aldana, uh, coming up after oh, this yeah. one. But I we'll mean, switch over the page. Yeah, for sure. Real quickly, we'll have, go to the co-main. So real, real quickly, please. <laughs> I want to break this down real quick. I'll give my first take on this because Stephen Stephen Wonderboy Woodson, or sorry, Stephen Wonderboy Woodson. Oh wow, that was, well, that was off. That I don't was know crazy. what. I, th- I was going to say Woodley for a second, and then I was like Thompson, and then I combined both of them at one point. All right, so Stephen Wonderboy Thompson versus Gilbert Burns. I was really, really, really wanting Wonderboy to win, and I thought that he was going to pull it off just because he was going to be able to like keep the range on him, not get taken down. But, man, that shit was so fucking disappointing, the fight just in general. like His lack of alpha is really what, what bothered me. It's like you know that this is going to be your last your last run to the top i guess uh, last are you guys run more disappointed in in wonder boy or more impressed by gilbert Neither. i'm more disappointed by wonder boy because i wasn't I, I wasn't impressed by gilbert like i feel i feel like gilbert's fought better but the, i don't want to discredit his win either because gilbert did really good in the fact that like so many people have a hard time figuring out this wonder boy this puzzle and he was able to go in there and regardless if it was an entertaining fight or boring fight he was out there able to get the win and Wonder Boy should have just put more out because, like I said, this is your last fucking run to the title, and you're not gonna, you're not gonna just do more. Like when he did more, and we was throwing out there, like throwing those kicks and like just giving him different looks. That's when Burns was having a little bit of an issue with him. But when he wasn't, when he was just trying to like, because I mean, think about it, bro. How many times were we like, man, you're standing there like not throwing anything? It they were just like exchange, like literally for like a whole minute, they didn't throw a strike. They were just dancing back and forth, kind of feeling each other's like they didn't even faint or nothing. So I'm like, the f- like throw something. Yeah, this way. a little like, too much fuck. respect for each other. It was like Woodley versus a Wonder Boy. Yes, I you think know? Wonder Boy didn't want to get taken down, and so he didn't want to throw any kicks. Mm-hmm. And then Durinho didn't want to get caught with anything on like the run counters, into a kick or something, or run into a a, yeah, a straight yeah. counter punch or or something, you know, or a cross. Or I think. I think they just play too safe. Yeah, but ultimately, when you're at, when you're at the top and you got a, a number like number two and number five, you know, yeah. you want to kind of play it safe because you're like, well, I want to make it to the, you know. But unfortunately, yeah. in the business, you know, especially with these fecal fans, you know, it's like you need to give them boom bang and like wow fireworks every time if not then they're just like not interested you know even dana even dana now his his attention span is like so like i need knockouts i need submissions like you know he was upset with Dorino's performance you know and i'm like well i wasn't impressed by it i mean it got the job done it wasn't the most um dominant display of grappling or anything so that's why it was probably even more so uh disappointing you know, because had he went out there and put a master class and was transitioning and beating yes. him up and getting him in submissions and shit like that, then we would have been like, oh, damn, okay, he took, he grappled, but he was threatening the whole time. Yeah. Whereas I, he was just kind of holding Wonder Boy in the third round yes, and just yes. was kind of skating to a win. You know, towards the end, yeah, he kind of was like, oh, shit, it's the end. Oh, I can yeah. need an urgency 
No, the urgency came in way too late, I think. Yeah. And then Wonder Boy, uh, like you said, just the volume. He needed way more volume, man. I mean, look, he hit him with a um, a spinning heel kick, got him on the neck, Drino mm-hmm. said, and he, he said he was sore. Yeah. So I know, and he had him wobbled in the fight. Yeah, he rocked him down. So had, had he done more spinning stuff and more, like, more kicks and just threatened, like, oh, shit, okay, these kicks, I need to protect my body. I need... But he wasn't, you know, and it was like just disappointing. Yeah, you know? it's like you want to see someone. a disappointing fight, really. I yeah. I expected it to be a barn burner. We hyped it up so much, yeah. too. Like, we that thought it was going to be a, a lot banger. With the fights yeah. That we think, you know? Yeah, the but ones that, that we think are going to be great fights. It's just up. so disappointing that, like, you see that happen. But, I mean, at the same time, Burns is coming off a knockout against the champion. So he wants to get that W back, you know, to stay in the top five, at least, you know, to be in the top rankings. Because Wonderboy is still, like, I don't know. Like, I'm not mad at that performance. Like, whatever it is what it is. But I wish I would have seen more from them, you know. Irene Aldana, left hook Larry versus uh, Yana Kunitsukaya. I'll let you break this one down, bro, in the beginning. What do you think about the fight overall? I mean, um, well, first off, I want to say I'm a little disappointed in her um, for missing weight. Yeah, four and a half pounds. That. I mean, three, oh, and, three, a half. And, a half, three and a half. If we want to be, you know, mm-hmm. fair. But if is you're this her first time, I feel like I might have seen her before, but I could be remembering wrong, like missing weight. Um, I, I think remember. I think she's might have missed weight, or I, I don't think she's ever had a problem missing this much by by this much. It was a lot. So, I, I with that being said, I think just I mean, she she did say she did get COVID. She did, you know, mm-hmm. she wasn't training as much, you know, and you know when you're when your regiment's thrown off, maybe. It is harder to keep track of, you know, how much weight you're losing. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I know it's tough, but I mean, I, I guess I really don't know it's yeah. tough. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but I mean, I'm, I'm just assuming that she went through a lot. And um, I mean, it was pretty cool that Yana and her team took the fight. You know, I, I know they were on a huge card. They're on a, on the main card. So I think that had a lot to do with, you know, taking the fight. And maybe the weight had a lot to do with her advantage in, in the boxing yeah you know obviously the technique wasn't uh different but i think just the, the punches when she sat on them mm-hmm. probably you know for sure she felt them a little more and fuck she she put her out right from, her out. from what i remember yeah, yeah i remember she, she landed out, so. that left hook and she dropped her and she yeah and, and she, she closed uh-huh. the show yep 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 that was that was it was it was a nice fitness for sure you know and it's just uh, it's refreshing to get a you know Mexican group of fighters coming up in this area yeah. right now, just putting on masterclass performances. And it's not just one. It's it's uh, Irene Aldana. There's Brandon Moreno. There's Alexa Grasso. And then there's like a couple other ones like, that are coming up right now. And she even has a and couple then, people uh, in the gym that even, like. Yeah, you Rodriguez. Yeah, you too. But are you is probably the best one? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, hey, well, fuck, we haven't uh, seen that not guy. Not counting in the champion, yeah. Honestly, I need to see more from Yair first because still I need to see him fight again because even then I think he's going to have a, a hard time with some of the matchups going forward because he was getting his ass beat by Zombie pretty much the whole fight until that last sequence when he throws that fucking elbow, which is, you know what I mean? It's a crazy ass thing to land and he threw it so much times in the fight too. Like if you actually watch it back, like, I don't know. But anyways, anyway, Maybe I was going to touch it. Elbows are his downfall. I mean, yeah. look at fucking Ortega got him with an elbow. Yep. That- I guess like fucked up his vision yeah. right from what you're saying um with the Ige fight. Yeah, he said he was seeing double and stuff like that and just like no, so he had fucked up his vision in the Ortega fight and then that's what he was like I, I was seeing double for the rest of the fight and then in the Ige fight he fucks up his shoulder or something like that. Mm. So then that's why he starts grappling the whole fight but 
I don't know. Irene Aldana, though, just, just she was she performed really good. That left hook was sick, and she knew too that she had to forfeit thirty percent of her purse. So she's like, "Fuck it, let me just go out there and at least get the finish." Because you need a finish like that, especially I mean, to she, even get something. She got the rest of her money, which is cool. Yeah. And then I seen that Dana was gonna give her a. a oh, he did. He was gonna give her money, but she becomes ineligible for missing. Yeah, I, when I was watching the press conferences, you know? like. Someone asked them early, is like, oh, we, we should give her a performance bonus, remind me. And then later on, someone told her about missing weight, told him, he's like, oh, I didn't even know that. He like, was like, yeah, I should have been paying uh, more attention. Like, uh, no wonder. So, yeah, he's, she's not going to get it. That sucks. And that would kind of suck, too. Like, Yana, like, what? She getting a bonus when I took this fight, like, give, doing the favor, you know? Like, and you know what? Yana's a, um, from, she's a world class, like, kickboxer, right? From, she's really good. Yeah, but, so, I but mean, she had, the, she had moments. The way the commentators were talking about it, they kind of just made it seem like, uh, like Yana, like, what I really liked is that Yana is making improvements, regardless. Like, even though she lost her over this fight, like, she made improvements and she looked good out there. She had, like, her moments where she was throwing big strikes and, like, not landing everything that she threw. And I feel like she did throw too many things that didn't land and maybe it got her tired or something but like she's an interesting fighter and i love that she brings a fight regardless like every time i've seen her fight so far she always brings an interesting show it's not a it's not a fight that you're like oh she's gonna grapple it's gonna be boring as fuck like you gotta keep eyes on her regardless because she's either gonna get the finish or get finished you know it's kind of like that whole thing right now yeah she's just overall i mean she's a balanced fighter oh my god bro and then ultimately i think um Aldana was just a cleaner, cleaner boxer, cleaner striker. Caught her with that nice left hook. Bam, bam, tie to Ivasa versus Greg Hardy. <laughs> we all jumped up yesterday, honestly. I mean, we all jumped up during I that think, shit. I think we had a, a, like, we all had a small feeling that it's some, what was going to end up in a, just a crazy knockout, slobber knocker, yeah. just bang, 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 and someone was getting knocked out. Mm-hmm. Jess left to go get something, and I was like, wait. I was like, you should wait for this because some shit's about to happen right now. Like, you need to, you need to wait. I yeah? mean, heavyweights, it's either the the first minute, minute yep. and a half, you know how the rest of the fight's going to go. Yeah. And if it's like, if it's too fast paced, they're like, oh, these guys are going to get, they're either going to get <laughs> gassed out and the rest of the fight's <laughs> yeah. going to be whack, or someone's just going to get brutally slept and. We got the ladder. Greg, Greg Hardy hit him with a hard shot. You know, boom. Had had him kind of on skates. And then he was kind of like, oh, and he rushed in. And then um, Tuivasa, I think, just recovered quick enough just to meet him with a right hand. And then a left hand just yeah, the follow right on the eyeball and just, yeah. just it. And it really turned Greg Hardy. Like, you could tell, like, that right hand lands and it twists his body this way. And then the left so, hand just. Yeah, so it flush on his face. And then his eye, you pointed it out during the fight, too, that his eye started swelling up immediately. And you could just see he could barely open his eye. I was just like, God damn, like, Tai Tuivasa has that power. Like, you, that's the thing about heavyweight fights, too, especially, especially, is that you can't get eager. You can't jump on someone too fast when they get hurt because you can just get slept off a counter. And, like, Greg Hardy wanted to say, like, yeah, like, I fucked up. Like, that was a dumb move of me. You know, that's a very rookie mistake of me to make. But tied to Ivasa going out there and being a fucking disgusting animal and chugging all these shoeies from randomized people. I mean, at least that first shoe <laughs> looked pretty new. Yeah, I mean, it looked there, was a, there was a dunk too. That's that was a clean. Yeah, that was yeah. a clean uh, Nike for sure. And then he walks down the line and he does another one, and someone put hot sauce inside of it. So when he drank it, you could tell after he's just like, oh, like he's like no, like spitting out and stuff. 
<laughs> and he's still walking back and he's, he's getting to like the very very back you know when it like lifts up the stage or whatever or the, the bleachers he's going lift? back to the backstage yeah someone's like trying to give him a sh like a beer from the high up and he's just like now nah, like pour it and they start pouring the beer down it, yeah. <laughs> he's like ah. <laughs> that shit just made me laugh i love him he's a very interesting like character and like i i I love that he's finally getting a run back too, because this is his third win in a row, I believe. And, and he, he went on like, loss. yeah, off like a a little row of losses against top contenders though. So I I don't give him too much like yeah, hate for doing that. Man, you know? Yeah, and he lost to I think it was a uh, Volkov, like Junior Dos Santos, and so I'm not mad at that. You know what I'm saying? Do you want to move on to the Chris Moutinho fight versus Sean? Yeah, I think that was it. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah so Sean. O'Malley versus Chris Moutinho. The fight stops in the third round. 25 seconds left. Uh, Controversial-ish stoppage, you know. I, I understand where it's coming from. What do you think about the fight? What do you think about Sean O'Malley's performance, bro? Uh, I'm not mad at the stoppage at all. I mean, dude was just getting punched left and right, front and center. Like, mm -hmm. fuck, dude. I mean, it was just too much. He was just yeah. getting too much damage, and there's there's no need to, to get battered you know do you, you want to get put there's no need to get put out put out you know mm -hmm. and there was just no way he was winning it was already way late in the fight i think it was just a lot more than because if it was in the first round and he was getting battered like that and he was still walking forward you know herb dean would have let it kept going but he was yeah. it was already a, he took three rounds of that yeah it was just an accumulation of damage and um Sean was just, you know, Sean was a little tired from beating him up. You know, yeah. he had like over 200 yeah. uh, significant strikes. So, um, and then, you know, to be, he had like a Nate, a Nate Diaz type of style, you know, because mm -hmm. he was just walking forward and just not really throwing, but he kind of was throwing a yeah. little bit. Not really landing. I mean, that's why Herb called the fight. I mean, he took 10 punches, eight, 10 punches to the face and didn't even throw anything, you know, so. It's kind of like, yeah, you don't have to be out, but you're not yeah. defending yourself. That's yes. the biggest thing. You're not defending yourself. I'm going to call this fight. You know, and Sean, you could just tell he was gas, bro, because when he, when he celebrated, did that little fadeaway, he just kind of fell to the ground and just <laughs> yeah. was like laying there like. <sighs> I think it was one of you guys that told me that when like Motinho told him, was like, oh, you're getting tired now, huh? And Sean was like, oh, yeah, I am. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am. Like, yeah. Crack, crack. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> so I honestly, I wish the fight would have kept going. I was I did think that they stopped it a little bit early. I'm not mad at the decision, you know, being stopped and stuff. And I even looked back at it today because it was 25 seconds left, 20 seconds left or whatever. And I was like, I wonder, did he not throw shit? But I actually looked at the last sequence and he threw a, like a strike in between, you know, like he did like he actually got landed like two shots on and he threw a strike and then two more shots landed on him and then that's when they stopped it. And I was like, wow, but like that's it. Just was like, oh. I've seen worse fights continue on, you know, and like people that have actually like super not defended themselves, you know, and I did think that he was throwing back regardless if it wasn't a lot and he wasn't landing often, he was still throwing back and he was very active in the fight. Like as far as like being aware and being there still, he wasn't out of it like two days, you know, like too hurt. It was just the lack of output and how bad he was getting beat up that I could see why Herb stopped it. You know what I mean? I personally don't think he should have stopped that. I think he should have just left it. But regardless, the result would have been the same. It would have been a, a fight that Sean O'Malley won by a huge margin because he fucking had him hurt multiple times in the fight. And he just outworked him. He had like over 150 strikes just to his head. And in the long run, that shit's not going to be good for you. So Herb did him a little solid one, if anything, saving him another 20 seconds of getting beat. 
But yeah, I I didn't think it was a little bit early. But I'm not mad. Like I said, like it's it, just a it was a big topic I last night. I haven't watched the back yet, but did he get knocked down at all besides the first round? Like he got like, the floor. I he touched the floor. He didn't like fall back hard on anything. He kind of just like stumbled and like he would get rocked, but he would just come back up off his Nate Diaz shit fucking, like a fucking what a warrior. Terminator. I'm, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty happy that Dana gave him a performance bonus. And they gave him a fight of the night. Yeah, right? I, would, the night. I mean, I wouldn't have gave him fight of the night. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta give him something. Maybe I would have cut him a little like yeah. extra. 10 grand or something yeah. because it wasn't a, a fight really it yeah. was kind of one-sided, one-sided you know? yeah. so i would have just gave uh, o'malley you know a performance and then mm. gave out another performance to like to poria or to give it to um yeah, i can't remember who else he gave but i think o'malley did get one of the performance bonus may no well yeah he got the fight of the night no he, i think he got performance and fight of the night no nah, you get you get only one and then usually they don't give out oh. performances Unless like okay, if you get a performance and phone. fight of the night, look that means that means somebody else won't get a performance bonus. Yeah, you know, we, look it up so we can name all of them and stuff. Kind of yeah. like break it down to Drickus, uh, Diplicis one performance and uh, and Taitu have also one performance. Okay, so, so nice. them them two plus uh, um, O'Malley winning. So so what I really game. liked, bro, about Moutinho and what O'Malley said too about him afterwards is that like. Even though Moutinho didn't look so good in this fight, like I, I said yesterday, I was like, I still think that he can beat people in the UFC regardless because he has like that push, push forward pressure, get in your face into someone that's not as good as O'Malley because O'Malley is really good and he's, in a way, he's making his run to the top right now. He's still pretty much, I was going to say he's undefeated in the UFC, but I just <laughs> remembered about the Cheeto oh, thing. Yeah, the O'Malley mindset. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but I like that O'Malley even said it himself. He was like, Moutinho has a spot in the UFC regardless like he fought really good he's a fucking warrior he has like that chin you know and and he didn't like this whole week he didn't really talk shit about him he just was like I respect this guy and I, I kind of appreciate him actually coming in the UFC and like taking this fight last minute you know because he had like a week's notice he was working at some other place he ended up getting a like he quit I think like the week of that he was going to come over here because he's like fuck that I gotta focus just on the fight but we'll switch over now so the featured prelim was Carlos Condit versus Max Payne Griffin, and Max ended up winning. You have any thoughts on that fight? No, it was it was whatever. It was a good fight. It was kind of lackluster. Um, I felt like it was you know one one going into the third. Yeah, and the third fight. I mean, the third round just kind of it didn't have like that. It there was no cherry on top to it. You know, it was kind of just kind of cookie cutted. You know, kind of dry, just straight, quick to the point. Kind of yeah. just. All right, that's that's it. You know, um, I think Condit's just a little, a little bit past his prime, to say the least. You know, um, a little slower. I mean, not to say he's not dangerous. Still, you know, obviously he was landing some strikes that caught Griffin's attention. Yeah. Um, uh, just Griffin being the younger, hunger, hungrier fighter, I think he had a little bit more, more behind his punches, and just looked like the fresher fighter. You know, at the end of the at the end of the fight. Um, what do you think about the matchup? Just like, like, what do you think about them yeah. giving him Griffin rather than giving Carlos Condit a legend or like someone that's I like, mean, you know, that's, I think that's what all he, he, he should get now is just nothing but, you know, legend fights really. Yeah. Because I mean, these young guys are just, I mean, I guess it's just a cool name now, you know, when these young and coming yeah. guys are coming up, it's like, yeah, well, look at, I have, a, I have this legend on my on resume. My right. Yeah, exactly. You know, it could either play for you or against you. I mean, look at a couple of weeks ago, we had uh, Matt Brown taking on a younger guy and 
you know, and look at how that turned yeah. out for him. So you know, it, it could work for you or against you. Sometimes it's like, yeah. sometimes you do need that veteran to show you, hey, young lad, you know, yeah. there's there's levels. Are and then sometimes it's like, you know what, I'm... I'm, I'm I'm a past I'm past you now you know it's just it's all timing you know and I think mm-hmm. I think the matchup could have been a, you know obviously they could have give Griffin somebody better and they could have give um, Condit somebody more at his experience level and you know but it's neither here nor there I mean it was a good it was a, it was a decent fight it wasn't nothing like oh wow this is a whack matchup you know and they, yeah they they went back and forth it was a super high volume but it was. It was a good fight, good scrap. Yeah, honestly, I, I wish I would have seen Carlos against someone like, I don't know, just someone that's like a, a old, like a Robbie Lawler kind of matchup. That You know what I mean? Like just guys that right. are like more OGs sure. and stuff. That would be super interesting. But like I said, like I'm not mad at that matchup either. So who was before their fight? I was trying to think off the top of my head. My phone was it Nico Price? Was it Nico? I want to say it was Nico or Drickus, but Ooh. I want to say it was Nico. So we'll start off with Nico versus Bejeda. Man, I honestly love that fight. I thought it should have got fight of the night, or at least one of the bonuses, because these guys went out there and they fought the whole three rounds, banging it out. And even though like it was a, there was moments in the fight where it was a little bit standstillish, you know, they always they just so they're interesting characters, both of them, Michelle Barreda and Nico Price, just alone. And like Barreda, I knew that he was gonna be the better, the more technical of the two. But I knew that Nico would be able to bring the war to him and bring a fight to him, which he did in the later rounds. He was like pressing forward almost. It looked like he could have got a finish at some points, you know. But at the same time, Pedro was like moving very well and still like getting around, which I was surprised because I was like, oh, he's going to get fucking gas. After the that, that second round exchange where he was kind of on top, like when they were like, I think they were grappling for a while, right? Yeah. Off the top um, of my head. Pretty much. I mean, it, he was losing the fight to yeah, 2-0. And Pajeda was just gassed out from having to grapple him and doing all that fancy shit that he always does, you know. And so in the third round, I think if Nico had more gas, yeah, he he could have put it on him and finished the fight in the third round. It would have been a huge comeback. Like, mm-hmm. damn, that's crazy. Or we could have just seen, like, damn, that was a 10-8. Now it's a draw, you know. And then I'm like, damn, that was a crazy comeback win. If yeah, But Nico himself was gassed, so it was like, yeah. I mean, there's not much you could do, you know. You're When you're barely, like... when. When the third round's kind of like, oh, I can see him maybe winning this, but I can see him also not winning it because he's still not doing enough. And But, I mean, he was pressing forward. He did bring the fight to him. So, regardless, I mean, he was he was trying. Yeah. But he just had nothing left in him, you know? What do you think about that fight, Alexis? It was good. Uh, I thought it was pretty good back and forth, but Michelle Perrier had it, like, for me, 2-1. I mean, 2-0 going into the third. Yeah. But I did think fucking uh, Nico had him at the end of the fight. Yeah, but bro. what I want to say was like, was that an illegal kick when he did that backflip? I was gonna say I think it was. I think technically, <laughs> yeah. since the the foot hit the head, I yeah. mean, I mean the ref didn't do anything about it. I mean, it wasn't intentional. I think mm. that's probably why it wasn't brought up. I mean, had he kept doing it throughout the fight and it kept hitting him in the head, then yeah. he would have been like, hey, you, you know what, you can't do that. Can't bro. be doing this shit, bro. <laughs> but I mean, the way he did it and actually got into mount was actually pretty creative. It was yeah. something we hadn't seen before. It, it was, was super fucking weird, though. Yeah, it was it was unorthodox to say the least, but um, I mean, he got the job done. He yeah, got the win. It's like uh, 
He did look beat up at the end of the. It's like a yeah, rule. I, I like to say in the NBA, like if it looks good, it counts. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he like even when he did the flip, it hit Nico. You could tell Nico was like, "Damn, like that shit." <laughs> well, he went that, to that was illegal. Yeah, <laughs> shit hit me in the head. Like what do you? What do you do? And then he just got the mouse. So he's like, "All right, well, yeah, he was too worried late, about complaining and got fucking mounted." Yeah. <laughs> so we'll go on to the Drakus fight. What do you think about Drakus? He's a guy that's second. I think it's like his second or third fight in the UFC. He has a. I know it's. I thought it was a second fight. Off top of my head, I could have sworn he just debuted not that long ago. But I believe you got to finish in the other fight as well. Um, he beat a guy, too, in the past that was very durable that I was surprised that he finished. And then going into this fight, he goes and fights Trevin Giles, who is pretty well known to us. I mean, we've seen him fight multiple times. Yeah, and the cop. Yeah, he's a cop. And he's a he looked really good out there. He had his moments because he was very active on his feet, like moving around. And the thing that really fucked him up was the having his hands so low. Cause it ended up helping him get clipped in a way, you know, like he got clipped and Drykus just his finishing ability. And like he, that motherfucker is strong and he's big as fuck for the weight class, which is surprising that he makes middleweight, but he used to fight at light heavyweight in his other promotion. In KSW. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I knew, I knew coming over from another promotion like that, you, you're bringing some, some heat, you know, you, yes. you actually, you're, you're legit, you know? And, um, with this fight, I mean, I was like, oh, shit, he's kind of hurt. He's shelling up, you know? And I think that's what, like you said, it was uh, Giles, Giles' uh, downfall. that He got overconfident, like, oh, I'm boxing him up. And yeah. then he just, he bounced off the cage and just Boom. ripped him with a nice cross, you know, right across the chin. Almost had him out, it looked like, when he hit the ground. He, Followed up with some nice ground and, yeah. ground and pound <laughs> yeah. punches. I was like, ooh, and then... I mean, he had Giles trying to grapple the ref, you know, so that's how you know he was seeing yeah. stars and shit. But this Duplicis guy, for sure, I mean, he's someone to watch for in 185. Yeah, for I sure. I can see him, like, maybe fighting. He had, like, a, almost like a similar style to, like, um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I felt like when he shelled up like that and looked wobbled, it looked similar to somebody, and I can't really put my finger on it right now, but maybe that was his tactic to show, like, oh, you think I, you, you don't think I'm rocked? And I mean, I didn't like the fact that the fact that Giles' hands were down the, the whole fight too. He yeah. kind of had tried to look like he had that karate stance or something. I don't mm -hmm. know, but I mean, that was his downfall. At the end of the day, yeah, didn't have a high guard and just got clipped. Uh, one fight we kind of skipped over is a Ryan Hall versus the other guy. Oh yeah, can't we can't remember. we can't skip over that one. I'm fucking glad Ryan Hall got slapped. How'd you have it going into the in fight? Role. Um, I had to to pour you honestly. Yeah. I had Taporia knocking him out, to, to, mm. to be honest with you. I had him knocking him out. But I thought it was going to be like a flurry of like like a combination of punches, maybe a head kick or something, or a, like a nasty knee. Um, I even said, remember in the beginning, like I hope he Imanari's into a, a knee, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> and um, I mean, ultimately, he just kept trying to Imanari roll. And when he turned his back, he got clipped, I think, in the rib or something. And that kind of just threw him off balance. And so when he went to the ground, Taporia just seen a nice angle. Hit him with some good shots, and, and I he think he had his arm stuff. He had too. a pin. He had like almost like in a weird like, like a Nelson kind of hold or whatever. Yeah. Had his arm locked up and was just raining down nasty, nasty right hooks, and you can just tell the rain the way Ryan's head was just bobbing yeah, around. He was out. He was <laughs> done. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, I, I think he came too pretty quick because like as soon as he like went flat to his back, he looked at the ref and like he mouthed something. Yeah, he said something. He said like, "Oh, am I out?" or like, "I went out" or something. He, yeah. I, I don't know. He mouthed something to the ref, and then they're right there talking, and he kind of just like 
was kind of like coming, trying to come back too yeah. <laughs> yeah and i'm like man i'm honestly glad like not nothing against him but just that rolling shit the whole time was kind of yes. annoying man like it's like try to take him down all right i get like it's worked on other people but yeah and um i watched Taporia's uh interview afterwards too and he was like you know where i'm from there's like 30 black belts and they're all different styles so he was i've seen that style before he was it was nothing new he was i knew what i was you know uh, potentially you know up against so he goes it was nothing he goes i knew i was gonna finish him yeah. and i did and he had really good grappling like just in his past fights that we've seen i remember him fighting um Yusef Zalal, and he was actually grappling him very well. And then when it came to the feet, he was landing big ass shots the whole time. So I was like, I was like, man, I got a good feeling that Tepoya can beat Ryan Hall, you know. And I was like, I haven't seen Ryan Hall in so long that like I needed to go back and actually watch some fights of his just to kind of get a feel. And so I watched Darren Elkins versus him the day before it. So I was like, ah, oh, like against in that fight, he threw literally the same two things over and over and over and a hook kick and then going down to the floor to do an Iminari roll. And then that was it. And just combining the two. And yesterday I was, I don't want to say that I was glad he was knocked out, but I got glad he was knocked out, you know, cause <laughs> like he kept doing the same shit over and over. I was like, dude, like you're being this predictable and you're at this high level right now. Like at least mix some new things in, like let us know you're learning and at least trying to like, go at mma in a in a way that's respectful to the game you know like where you're actually trying to just open up your skills you're a jujitsu ace that knows so much things on the floor like well i seen he went pro in like 2009 or 13 or like in between it was like a long time ago and only has nine fights bro so it's like what are you doing you've been in the ufc i think like four years or more and he's only had things like four fights wow a fight every like year every two years or some shit you know so yeah he's uh and then supposedly like everyone's ducking him and that's why he hasn't fought yeah so i'm glad that taporia you know somebody a prospect with an undefeated record has something to lose you know against somebody who's so dangerous on the ground you know and once he realized like okay like he he had kind of his foot wrapped up the first time and then he once he got out of it and was like dude this is nothing yep it was it was just it was just a matter of time. I I felt like watching the fight. I was like, it's a matter of time before he just gets slept. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we got a good contender on our hands though for sure. Honestly, with Taporia, like I feel like now he's I, for sure in the future. Contender. It's gonna be a, it's super interesting to see him like get give, the matchups that are give just him a top fifteen up. for sure. Right? Hell yeah, he is. I think he was already sitting around like fifteen or something right now. He's not then, ranked. No, he wasn't no, yet. No, no. Uh, I, I knew that Hall had just got out the rankings because of inactivity, pretty much too. So. Is there any other fights in the card that you guys, that I've top of my head, I can't. I think that was the full prelims. And we'll kick I don't it know, off. Early prelims. Yeah. The, the early prelims, I don't think it's any worth mentioning. What's next week? Next week, I believe, oh, is uh, Moises versus Islam Makachev. Mm-hmm. Who you guys got on that? I got Makachev, you know, just doing the damn thing, doing what he does, just wrestling. And I think ultimately. He he's trying to be a finisher. I mean, his last fight he finished uh, Drew Dober, so um, you know I think you know he's just gonna soften up his opponent, submit him. Get the card for next week because or, or uh, it's not strong at all. I know that the co main is pretty good. I remember being it's like Misha oh, the Tate and like oh yeah you're right you're right it's Marion Renault versus Renault. Misha Tate. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm I thought so. it was interesting. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's an interesting fight. It's Marion Renault's retirement fight, and it's Misha Tate's welcome back i guess from retirement yes 
But um, as far as the main event goes, I do think that Makachev is going to win. I think Moises is a good uh, a good test for him just because he's like a jiu-jitsu guy that grapples really well. And he showed pretty good hands in his last fight. So uh, I, I'm very interested to see what they do with Makachev from here. Like how fast they want to shoot him up the rankings and like how high they want to give him, you know? Because I feel like from they're, this they're on... S- they're slow building him. They, you can tell because if... I mean, he already had connections to habib so you mm-hmm. would think off that you would oh let's let's traject this guy boom yeah and no he's 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 fighting prospects and prospects and he, i mean him, him him himself is still a prospect but now i mean he's a contender so mm-hmm. um he's taking on somebody in the top 15 yeah you know I, i'm sure that's he's another guy that not too many people want to fight right now but like dc was saying i think right now is the time to fight him as he's still trying to learn and adapt to you know fighting um because if you get him while he's already complete it's like you're you're fucked you know if his wrestling's already almost there with khabib's and his striking's i mean i think his striking's a lot more um technical a lot more like he has more like i think more kicks than you know habib was when he was coming up so i think he's he's dangerous man and like i like dc said you get him now before he's he's a a worse problem because everybody coming out their camps is just like really fucking good that you can't underestimate anyone that like they have their wrestling on top of whatever striking game they have now too because most of them like <clears throat> umar like his younger brother is a beast but not he's good at wrestling he's really fucking good at wrestling but like his big notable things that i see when i see him fight is his striking and like the kicks he throws i'm like god damn like you throw some crazy ass kicks and you're fucking uh legit wrestler so you have both at, like best of both worlds you know does uh do they have like their own camp out there in russia too or is yeah. or do they just kind of like kind of are the same with aka like well a lot of them go to aka but they also have like um somewhere over there that they were trained because in the past habib's dad would run a, a gym out there and then like train all the dagestani guys yeah no yeah for sure i mean we just got more more facilities out here mm-hmm. i mean california you got everything you know you got elevation you got sea level you yep. got there's you know you got everything all kinds of, uh, of training uh, environments you know and mm-hmm. i mean being up there up north and where is it uh Gil- gilroy or up up there up north you know what I'm saying it's it's nice weather you know so it, uh and i'm sure that's there's some areas where they can go it's similar to Dagestan where it's hills and, you know, shit like that. So it's, you know, more adaptable to their lifestyle and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a good card overall. I mean, I was, I was, uh, impressed. I'm glad for Poirier. Happy for the man oh, himself. For sure. That's my guy. I paid in full. Yeah. Honestly, like, who else? Who else? You know, like, someone that really fucking deserves this shit in the UFC. Like, you, those one. that's one of those feel-good moments where you're just like, even though the fight ended the way it did, like I'm glad that he won. And like he said, karma is a is a mirror. He's like karma is a mirror. Like that's that's what happens, you know. Like you can't be saying what you're saying and then like go out and think you're gonna get like good results in life. Like even Habib too was like, at the end of the day, good people win and villains lose. And I mean, like fuck, that's that's like the epitome of what just happened yesterday. Pretty much. I mean, Connor wants to be this bad guy and yeah. his mouth fucking. That's what sucks. I mean, all this shit talking you were doing and just to go out like that, dude. It's sad. Going outside. You know, you're, you're not conditioned, bro, to be yeah. throwing leg kicks. You know, even Poirier said, you know, you can't just throw naked kicks. 
Because if you're throwing hard kicks and they're naked, you know, it's, like, easy to kind of check or it's, like, mm-hmm. you're not setting anything up, you know. And ultimately, that was his downfall. He's just not conditioned for the for that leg-kicking game, you know. So Real quick, too, the Euros literally just happened as we started the podcast. Well, we, were, we had just finished watching the penalty kicks. What would you think about that? What would you guys think about that shit? Oh, I knew England was going to bottle it, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, no way, there's no way it was going back home. I'll owe me five on. bucks. Yeah. There's no way it was going back home, even though I was rooting for them. <laughs> I w- it would have been dope for them to win, honestly. But, like, the penalties, too, it seems like all the young guys were the ones that missed. So I was just like, wow, like, Saka, fucking Rashford. Sancho, Rashford. Like, yeah, it just, it, it's sad especially because london had or england just has such a good team but the good thing about them is that they're a bunch of youngsters and i feel like they're still gonna have that squad that's coming up they're gonna play together for a yeah. long time to come. what happened to france i mean remember france lost the fucking euros and the next year they end up going to win the world, world cup, cup so yeah they did really good in the world cup last time they could re- do really good this year too or the, not this year but you guys get me next world cup coming up and with that it's a fucking wrap that's it bro hell yeah thank you guys for listening to another episode Appreciate it. Check us out next week. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, at Mr. Kenny on Instagram, on Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, everything. Yes, sir. At scotty 2 Hotty, I believe, 47. And then it's Osgeo. Yep. Check us out. Thank you. Take it easy. We out.